In this episode of Industrial Industries World Radio, we take a look at the world of ASMR, and we're going to try some fun ASMR activities as well, and it's all coming up next. Welcome to this episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. I'm your host, DJ Glowing Ice, and this is episode 42. And if you're kind of confused as to what's with all the whispering, well, this episode is all about ASMR. And we're going to get into what those letters stand for altogether later on in the show. But to give you just an overall idea of what we're doing with this episode is we're going to try to do most of it in ASMR form. So ASMR form, to the layman, if I were to just go to some guy and just explain it to him who's had no idea what ASMR is or anything like that, if, I, if I'm going to go to a construction site and talk to a good old boy who likes to drive trucks and the only time he ever gets on YouTube is to listen to Truck Yeah or some song like that. Uh, this is what I would say. <clears throat> hey, man, you ever um, get into ASMR or anything? Okay, so you know how you wake up when the sun rises, you work until the sun sets, and after you get off work, you go home and you just want to lay down, relax. You got a good old lady by your side giving you kind words, relaxing you, possibly rubbing your feet, uh, giving you all the attention. That's nice, right? That's that's relaxing to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay, so these are things that help you relax and all that. Now, there's a lot more to ASMR besides relaxing. There's also another part of it where you feel tingly and you feel the tingles and you get this euphoria of feelings from ASMR. I personally haven't been able to reach that, but there are people that do feel that. And we're going to get into what ASMR is all about. You might have stumbled across a video here or two on YouTube and you're kind of confused as to what's going on. Uh, that That's kind of how I discovered ASMR as well. So for the longest time, I've had a really high-powered microphone. And I thought it'd be fun this episode to do some ASMR-type stuff. We're going to be cutting your hair. We're going to be doing a cheat day review ASMR style. And a whole lot more fun ahead. This is episode 42 of Industrial Industries World Radio. And now it's time for Past, Present, Future. Past present future today is september 15th and it's national linguini day fun fact is that along with fettuccine linguini started appearing in italy almost 400 years ago in the past on this day in 668 a.d the eastern roman emperor constance ii while taking a bath was assassinated with a bucket. Presently, the air is cool, crisp, and the pumpkin spice is brewing. As the forecast calls for partly cloudy skies with a high of 80 degrees in the small town region. And in the future, it's predicted that half of America's shopping malls will be closed by the year 2030. 
September 15th is the 259th day of the year, and there are 107 days left of the year 2020. So make them count. Celebrity birthdays for today, we have actor Tommy Lee Jones, he's 74, NFL Hall of Famer Dan Marino is 59, and Italian explorer Marco Polo was born on this day in 1254. And if it's your birthday today, I want to personally wish you a very, very happy birthday and go out or stay in and have the best birthday ever. Happy birthday. This past, present, and future is brought to you by my album, Sunshine Fun Time by Glowing Ice. If you're in need of some new music to listen to, check out the crazy mix of rock, synth, and pop with my album, Sunshine Fun Time by Glowing Ice. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and everywhere else you listen to music. So I figured I'd want to start this episode off talking about my experience with ASMR before we get into anything else. And you could have my experience to kind of base yourself off of what you'll be hearing further on in the show. So I guess I could say that my first ASMR experience or the way I see it is it's like meditation or Anything like that, it, it calms you, it soothes you, puts you in a different mode, I guess, with your brain or whatever. I'm no scientist. I'm not here to tell you your brain waves do this and that and the other. But what I could say is what really calmed me and me, relaxed me and got me to sleep like no other. It wasn't a TV show. It wasn't YouTube videos because at this time, YouTube didn't exist. I mean, internet in most people's homes didn't exist, but it was... Having a story read to you at night to go to sleep. My mother wasn't the kind of person that would read me stories, but there was a time in my childhood when, you know, family stuff, you know, things were, things were awry. And my brother and I were staying at my grandma's house. And my grandma, she's kind of a hardcore old school kind of a woman. Didn't have AC. And it was a hot, hot, sticky summer, 1997. You know, the house wasn't so big, so we'd have these little fold-out plush cushion thing. And me and my brother would sleep on that in the living room. Hot, sticky, sweaty summer nights. And the only thing that we really had was a box fan shoved up in the window that would suck in the hot air into the room. I never really understood that concept. If it's hot outside, why would you open up the window to let hot air in? That's never going to cool you. It's never going to do anything. I really didn't know any better to like debate with anybody. And plus, I probably wasn't in line to tell grandma, hey, maybe if we shut the windows and let the insulation do the work. I mean, it would cool thing. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. So regardless, it was kind of hard falling asleep. But sometimes my grandma would get a Dr. Seuss book out or some kind of book. And she would sit between, you know, the cots my brother and I would be sleeping on. And she would read us this story at night, whatever book it was. And the way she spoke was not how she usually talked. It would just have these little, you know, crackles in her voice and the the tone was very relaxing. 
that was probably the most de-stressing, calming thing from that whole summer. You know, I would be out, I would fall asleep, my brother too. I mean, she would get through not even halfway through the story and we'd be out. I think it was maybe once or twice I actually stayed awake the entire time until she finished the, you know, storybook. But anyways, if I were to look back and think of like ASMR quote unquote type feelings that watching Bob Ross would have given me too, uh, that's where it first started with me at least. And so tying it in with watching things on TV, I think this is how a lot of people came across their first like, I guess, calming feeling from watching something on TV and it was Bob Ross with his show, The Joy of Painting, and he's sitting there painting, and he's talking all softly, and he really didn't know what was going on, but you would just watch it. And now, if it was anybody else painting, you probably would have switched the channel, because, you know, like, imagine if it was Julia Child's painting. What a tree right there! You'd be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta click it off. <laughs> She was great at what she did, but for a painting kind of calming show, what we were trying to do with that, nah. But um, I remember as a kid watching Bob Ross, and I would just flip it on. Wouldn't really be too interested on what he was doing painting-wise. It was just the way he delivered it, the way he talked, very subtly. Little crackles in the voice and all that. It would soothe me. And I would, I would be, you know, out. And, uh, you know, I would never, ever finish an episode of The Joy of Painting. I would always just be passed out. And as time went on in my life, I always remembered that guy. But, you know, it was always in the cobwebs of my brain, up in the attic somewhere. When I was probably in my late 20s, you know, I had moved and uh, it, it was hard getting to sleep. And so I would start like searching who who was the guy that was painting and so I would search like guy with big hair PBS paint and it would come up Bob Ross and I'd be like oh okay Bob Ross I'd start searching you know for videos of him and back then around this time it was before like this massive explosion and resurgence of the popularity of Bob Ross. So a lot of his clips weren't on anywhere. They weren't on Netflix. They weren't on YouTube. Like some videos were on YouTube, but there was like, I, if I recall, there was only like four videos because they're like either copyrighted or they just weren't posted. It was just various clips here and there. But I did find this archive website that had a lot of them, but it was kind of just a pain to get to when you just needed that Bob Ross fix. And I would watch the Bob Ross series from there and, you know, pass out. It would do the trick. And as time progressed, Bob Ross's uh, effect on me really didn't work too well. Or I just wanted something different. So one night I'm sitting there searching on YouTube, whispering, calming videos to help me sleep. Something to that effect. And then these videos start popping up. ASMR, ASMR. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what is this? And it's like, well, I don't I don't get what ASMR is, but it says ASMR sleeping, you know, therapy or whatever. And so I clicked on one. It was of a blonde woman. And it says, I check you into the hotel or something. Hotel check-in ASMR. 
And so I'm sitting there watching it, and it's like almost an hour-long video, one take, which I'm impressed by a lot of ASMR people online. They do a lot of their videos in one take. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of amazing to me. But all it was is like, it's a first person, you seeing this lady, it's as if you walked into the hotel and you're checking in and she's the receptionist helping you out. And she just talked in the most calming voice, told you all the amenities or things that was going on in the hotel. Can I, you know, need your credit card? Okay, this, that, and the other. And man... I would be lying to you if I said it didn't put me to sleep like a baby. And ever since then, I would go to that specific ASMR video and just a couple other videos that this woman did. Like, she had other ones that was, she did crossword puzzles. Just along with you, you'd just be sitting there and you'd watch her do a crossword puzzle or something like this. And It almost seemed like it was a guilty pleasure or something I wouldn't want to tell anybody else about because they probably would think it's weird or something, which at first I thought like, what is this? Oh, let me, I don't, uh, uh." then I just watch it be like, yeah, you know, that's calming. That helps me put, puts me to sleep. It did its job and uh, it's actually, you know, made me calm, relaxed because, well, even to this day, I'm still tense. Um, you know, I've had a, uh, one time I had a massage masseuse, you know, dude, uh, it was like a free trial thing. And he was like, man, you got a lot of knots in your back and you're really pent up and stressed, aren't you? I'm like, I guess, I don't know if that's what life does to you. That's what life does to you. But you know, I, I don't go get massages or anything, but you know, I would watch this and it would be like, ah, that's, you know, calming. It was a nice form of relaxation, Now, I'm going to mention her because uh, all she is is good. So her channel is Springbok, S-P-R-I-N-G-B-O-K. So if you ever feel like you want to relax and uh, having trouble sleeping, I suggest watching some of her videos because they're really good. And then I would come across other videos, and I didn't realize how large and vast the whole ASMR deal was. I would come across videos of dudes... Uh, role-playing, I'm gonna cut your hair now, I'm gonna cut your hair, alright, nice, nice, okay, tilt your head forward, blah, 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 blah. It's Industrial Industries World Radio's debut album, Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. All the songs you heard in the episodes are all here, like the uplifting It's Gonna Be Okay. Check out the hot and hip Rap Song 2020. Wiener Balls Rap Song 2020 Rap Song 2020 And don't forget the classic hit, Fart in Your Face. I want to fart on guitar, I want to fart on power bill, I want to fart on fresh fruit, I want to fart in your face. All of the best songs and skits from the first two seasons of IIWR are right here, Industrial Industries World Radio's Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can stream and download music. And then other videos would be of women chewing on hard candy 
or just putting hard candy in their mouth and they put a microphone real up close to it and like you hear every sound of their mouth and all that and i'm just like ah that's that's not for me i want a calming voice just to put me to sleep that's that's it but I read the comments in a lot of these other videos and they're like, oh, I felt all the tingles. Yes, make more videos like this. I felt all the tingles. And I'm like, tingles? And I'm like, I'm not feeling that. I'm just like, I just don't get this and I'm going to click off of it. If you get it and you get the tingles from it, that's cool. But I, I don't know. I felt like I was missing out on something. And so that was like six years ago when I first came across all this stuff. And since then, I've just seen it blow up to it become part of like almost a mainstream thing. Like you'll see all these relaxing videos or so satisfying videos and what have you. And I feel like audio, visual or feeling ASMR uh, can be triggered in any of those feelings. Now, do I consider myself someone to be into ASMR like every day I need it or use it? No, I, I, I basically fall asleep like a baby these days without the use of any kind of technique or relaxation thing. Sometimes I'll just watch like a video game video on YouTube and that always helps me sleep or something like that. But that has no ASMR qualities at all. It's just like keeps the mind busy. ASMR to me, it, it kind of just uh, becomes something I talk about once in a blue moon when I'm talking, like some cheat day reviews I'm doing, like if the microphone gets really close, I'd be like, oh, here's some ASMR for you or something like that. But that's where I'm at personally with ASMR. And uh, I, I was just curious just to see where ASMR started, the history of it all. And what are the things that trigger ASMR feelings in other people that I don't get? Because I don't get the tingles. I don't get any of that. I just fall asleep. I just get relaxed and fall asleep. That's the extent of my ASMR experience. But uh, apparently it's uh, been a lot more vital to other people. So... Let's get into the history of ASMR, what it does, how you feel, and what it even really exactly is. What does ASMR stand for? So let's get into that right now. Okay, so... What is ASMR exactly? Well, ASMR is a fairly new term, and it's grown into such a huge phenomenon that anywhere you look on YouTube or the, the world in general, the media in general, ASMR has found its way into everything, especially on YouTube to where, like, there are so many ASMR channels now. It's crazy. And the top ASMR channel on YouTube has over 8 million subscribers and it's growing every year. So that's how huge ASMR is. It's not just some little tiny community. It's become a huge major thing. And now why has ASMR become such a huge thing? Well, people have claimed that it brings them some level of euphoria it relaxes them, helps them fall asleep. 
It brings positive feelings towards them and also gives them the tingles or a tingling sensation. So what what does this tingling sensation, like where does it start, all that? Well, it usually starts in the brain, depending on the intensity of this feeling. It goes down your neck to your shoulders. And in some situations, some people say they feel it in their entire body. The ASMR feelings have been around since the dawn of time, but the term ASMR has only been around since 2010. So going down the rabbit hole of the feelings of being relaxed and being helped fall asleep could take us back millions of years, but we're not going to do that because that's just too much. And we'll just start with the contemporary ASMR as we all know it today. Uh, all the things with the media, YouTube videos, all that kind of stuff. That That's what's important, I feel. That's where we're going to start. To kick this all off, we got to go pre-internet days though. And people can say that Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood had some segments in it that had some ASMR triggers here and there. But needless to say, the most major player that a lot of people have talked about was Bob Ross. Bob Ross was a painter, and he had this wet-on-wet technique that really took off in the early 80s, and he wound up getting a show on January 11th, 1983, and it was called The Joy of Painting, which he created. What Bob Ross did for half an hour every episode was... He would, in real time, no cuts, no speed-ups, in 30 minutes, he would make a blank canvas become a nice, picturesque landscape of some kind of Alaskan mountains or some kind of wilderness. And throughout his show, he would talk in a very calming voice, little crackles in his voice. And he would just be really focused on doing this painting, talking to the camera as if he was just talking to one person one-on-one, as if he was talking to you and he was showing you just how to paint this picture. And now people probably did watch it just to see, you know, his painting technique and learn how to paint. But a lot of people watched it for the calming and relaxing qualities of the show. So as people watched Bob Ross, they you know, would feel these feelings and, uh, you know, they really wouldn't think about it beyond that. And there was no name for the feelings that Bob Ross would give off or all these other triggers of ASMR. People just, you know, said, oh, yeah, I kind of feel calm when I watch that. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of puts me in a different trance, but no one ever really looked into it. But ever since ASMR has kind of taken off, Bob Ross is seen as the godfather of ASMR. Now, this doesn't really specifically pertain to ASMR, but this was the launching pad for ASMR to blow up and get into the mainstream. What am I talking about? In February 2005, the video sharing website YouTube was created. And in these early years of YouTube, there was all kinds of videos being uploaded. You you name it. Fail videos, music videos... Anything and everything. And so in these early years of YouTube, there were videos of meditation, unboxing videos, massage therapy videos, tutorials, what have you. 
And people would start watching these videos, not for the sake of meditation or learning massage techniques. They were more into the calming nature of the videos, videos that gave them an ASMR sensation. So during these years, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008 even, there were only small clips here and there of unintentional ASMR videos, things that were made that weren't meant for ASMR things, but they had ASMR qualities that people would watch just for that specific reason to get triggered. And so these were clips of The Joy of Painting by Bob Ross, these meditation videos, these massage therapy videos. October 19th, 2007 was probably the biggest day for ASMR and ASMR history. Even though ASMR, the term, still didn't exist, this is what got it all started. And it all started in a health forum website called Steady Health, where a 21-year-old man posted a topic, and the topic was titled, Weird Sensation Feels Good. And within this post, he said, and I quote, It just happens randomly. It's been happening since I was a kid, and I'm 21 now. Some examples of what it seems has caused it to happen before are as a child while watching a puppet show and when I was being read a story to. As a teenager, when a classmate did me a favor and when a friend drew on the palm of my hand with markers. It's like in my head and all over my body. If I get an itch, I won't scratch it because the itch helps intensify it. What is it? I'm not complaining because I love it. But I'm just wondering what it might be. Help. I feel like this post was made out of the necessity that there was nothing else on the internet at the time to explain the feelings he was getting. And after some time, there were hundreds and hundreds of replies to this post wondering, well, yeah, I, I have the same feeling. I get these tingles. I feel this euphoria. Yeah, it is a mystery. What is that exactly? So it was in this forum post where everything pretty much started for ASMR as we know it today. But back then, people were on the search, and that was the only thing. In 2008, people were calling this sensation different kinds of things. But one term that really took off in the early days was AIHO, and it stood for Attention-Induced Head Orgasm. People were talking within the forum about creating a group. And so on December 12th, 2008, a Yahoo group was formed for all these people that were on this health forum to join, and it was called the Society of Sensationalists. Going back over to the YouTube world, there was a YouTuber who went by the name Whispering Life, and she wound up becoming the first ASMR artist, and she did it by uploading a video called Whisper One Hello on March 26th, 2009. From 2009 to 2010, all the people that were in this health forum that were talking were building up a lot of steam for this sensation that they just couldn't put their finger on. What is it? Oh, mystery. So there were blogs now being made, and Jennifer Allen, one of the posters in the uh, Steady Health Forum, she decided to make a Facebook group. 
in February 2010. And she didn't want to name the Facebook group AIHO, you know, with the O referring to the orgasm, because it just gave the whole term a kind of taboo feel or just kind of like a not as prestigious term that they were talking about and wanting to do research on and figure out because for the majority of people talking, there was nothing sexual about what they were talking about referring to ASMR, but orgasm and AIHO just really kind of made people be turned off or felt uncomfortable talking about it. So she wanted to come up with more of a clinical name. So she came up with ASMR. So when she made this term ASMR, that's what she named the Facebook group in February of 2010. And there we go. The term ASMR is born. ASMR is short for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Now, if you're still like me and you wonder, huh, what? I I heard the words, but I'm trying just to connect it all. What? Okay, why? So let, let's break down every single word and we'll figure this out together. So the word autonomous in ASMR, it stands for the individualistic ways that ASMR triggers people. As feelings from ASMR and the way things trigger sensations vary from person to person. And along with this, autonomous also represents the ability for the individual to create the sensation at will. Now the S in ASMR, we have sensory, and sensory is more easily understandable as it just deals with the senses. That's what that represents. Meridian replaced what orgasm stood for in AIHO, as it means the highest peak or climax. And then we have R, which stands for response in ASMR. And response means the reaction of being triggered by the source, being visual, auditory, or by touch. So there we go. ASMR, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. July 31st, 2010, Jennifer Allen then went and chose the top contributors, top people in the private ASMR group to help with a website that was just dedicated to the research and study of ASMR, and they called this website ASMR Research. So now we have blogs, we have a legit website established. In 2011, instead of just a private group dedicated to ASMR, there was a public Facebook page that people could like and read into ASMR and if they were curious, just for the public at large to figure out what ASMR was all about. And after that, from 2011 up until today, it's only been just crazy growth since 2011. So ASMR going from a small little health forum post wondering what the feelings were, to YouTube videos, to now people using ASMR every day, as people are looking at it as less of a YouTube craze and have dedicated studies and research in it now, I feel like ASMR is here to stay and it's only just begun.
Okay, so we now know what the history of ASMR is all about, where it came from. And before we get into the fun ASMR activities for this episode, let's dig in a little deeper with the examples of what exactly triggers an ASMR effect sensation. Now we got into some general ideas, but we'll uh, look into some real descriptive examples Just a little bit of a rundown, just to really pin down exactly what goes on. So these are some descriptions of what people feel when they have an ASMR sensation. One person describes it as the opposite of nails on a chalkboard. Another person says it's like a euphoric state, and it's like their brain is getting a massage. Another one describes it as good chills that you have in your body, like if you ever had somebody play with your hair, kind of like that. And if you want to go all the way back to the Steady Health Forum discussions, there were people that would also give their examples of what they felt. And even back then, people would mention tingling in the back of the head, waves of goosebumps, and once again, the euphoric feeling, and it varies in intensity. Other people have said that it increased pain tolerance and a loss of stress, worries, helps them fall asleep. So all around, ASMR is a pretty good deal. How do we reach these levels of euphoria and low levels of stress? Well, here are the triggers, the things that uh, make people get ASMR sensations. So it can be through auditory, visual, or just light touches on your skin, human contact from someone else, really focused on just you 100%, and it's all about you. Those are the main ways of, you know, how to reach these things. And it's either through live occurrences, like real life, or on video. So in these ASMR videos, they've gone full-blown, like, role play. You could get your hair cut. You go into a doctor's office and get your regular schedule routine checkup, massages, people checking you into hotels. The, the, the possibilities are endless with ASMR videos. Now, some more detailed examples of what happens in these videos that trigger ASMR sensations. We have whispering or soft speaking. There are people doing slow hand motions or movements. Some videos are just you're you're watching somebody do a very mundane or boring task, but they're really focused on it and they're just working really slow and meticulous. That triggers some people to get a, you know, relaxed ASMR sensation and, you know, relieve stress. It's like cooking or cleaning an object or applying makeup, all those kinds of things. Also, a big thing is uh, people tapping their nails on things. So in a lot of these videos, you'll see people right away just clicking on things. And those may say like three words. And the rest of the time, they're just clicking on things and saying hi. (laughs) Another thing people do online is just record themselves inhaling and exhaling, just breathing into the microphone. Some people go the extra mile and make binaural recordings, which... It's just two microphones, and they give the listener like a 3D audio experience. So that's why when you watch videos, a lot of people will mention this is best listened to with headphones on. It's because, you know, you'll get that full ASMR experience with headphones and all stereo and 360 3D audio enjoyment. Some quick fun facts about ASMR. We only got two, so it's a fairly short list. 
The first one is that for the majority of people, they are triggered with ASMR sensations from the opposite sex. Now, that rings true with me, at least, when I watch YouTube videos, but I don't know. Whenever I watch Bob Ross, I feel pretty relaxed, too. And the second fun fact, well, I guess the last fun fact, is that the restaurant Applebee's, they put out an hour-long video on YouTube, ASMR video, of meat sizzling on a grill. And every 15 minutes, a different meat is rolled out. So there's four different kinds of meat. So it starts with ribs, and then we got sirloin steak, shrimp, and chicken. Yeah, so everybody's in the ASMR game. That is your fun facts for ASMR. And now, shifting gears, let's check out a cheeseburger pizza in this very special ASMR edition of Cheat Day Review. They 
were released around August, this past August, and you could either order the chicken taco pizza or this cheeseburger pizza for $11.99. It's a specialty coupon that you see when you can order it on the app. Let's start from the bottom and we'll work our way to the top. So on the bottom of this pizza, we have the hand-tossed crust. Then on top of the crust, we have the ketchup mustard sauce, specially made for this specialty pizza. And then there are three cheeses on this pizza. It's American cheddar and provolone. And then after the cheese, there's the veggies. We have onions, diced tomatoes, and then after that we've got the meat, of course, beef to make it a cheeseburger pizza. <laughs> so, let's... Very, very slight. 
there really isn't much of an onion taste. It's just they're there for texture more than anything, I feel. What would I give the cheeseburger pizza from Domino's? I would order this over the chicken taco pizza, so I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. I really like this pizza. It's really good. I'm going to pull a tomato off of the pizza now so you can hear that. So that is it for this edition of Cheat Day Review. And remember, family, friends, and football. And it's okay to cheat every once in a while. Hey guys, just a little heads up for these following segments, just a little notice. If you want to put on headphones, that is the best way to listen to these segments as they were recorded with two microphones, stereophonic, 3D audio. It's a real trip to listen to with headphones. I definitely recommend it. So without further ado, let's go on. Get here, my heart. 
just some of the weird sounds your body makes, and you're not even aware of it. Now here's my stomach from the other side.
Is that too much? Is that a bit intrusive to ask somebody? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that's something I always thought about doing, but ah, you know how life is. Yeah. more. 
here. America's small town father. <laughs> I was all uh, turned up on this whole ASMR idea DJ uh, gave me. I figured I'd uh, do a little segment here. I got a little something to say. So I figured a nice soundtrack of making the best gold darn coffee in the world. I make it right here in the kitchen right here. A lot of the times in the morning, my wife, I'll wake up in the morning and be welcomed to the bold, robust smell of a nice gall darn cup of coffee. A nice old gall darn cup of coffee. But sometimes I'll make it myself. I'm the man of the house. I go out there and every winter I always you know, do some little things to make sure the winter house is going to be nice and warm for both of us over the cold, cold months ahead. So, you know, she does that little extra for me. Makes me the best gall darn coffee in the world. Now I'm going to show you how to do it today. So what I got with me today is Small Town's Best Premium 100% Arabica beans. So I got America's best coffee. It's the best coffee and it's sold right here in small town USA. And I tell you what, you haven't lived until you've had a decent cup of coffee right here in small town USA. Right in the deep heart of the Midwest. <coughs> We'll only make some for one decent cup of coffee. That's all we need. So what you want to do now is pour the water into the reservoir in the coffee pot. Coffee maker, rather. <laughs> okay, now we... Take the coffee pot and put it back right there. 
where it belonged. Ooh, in the coffee maker. Almost got me there. Let's lift that back up. Well, don't you be shutting yourself just yet. We got a bit more to do for you, sir. <laughs> this is just your average coffee filter. Nothing special, nothing flashy. You know, when it comes to coffee filters, they're a dime a dozen. Dime a dozen. So we just put that little coffee filter right in there in the top. Now is the time. We open the lid. I'm sorry, everybody. And the old dog there was scratching at the door and needed to go out to go take a little pee break. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I love her. She's an old blue tick hound. You know what? I love me a big dog. You know, I love big dogs. They're the best. <laughs> Anyways, now it's time. Like I said, to get the coffee out, open the lid. In this coffee, you've never had coffee until you've had the best gall darn coffee in the entire world. And yep, it's made right here and roasted in the Midwest. You know, I love me a bold roast, a nice robust roast. Some people mess with those flavored coffees. You know, I, I really don't see them as real men. Yeah, I really don't. I think a real man loves himself just a bold and tasting coffee. Much like this coffee. So, without further ado, let's open up this can of coffee. Mmm, just the smell alone can make a man feel all fired up. It can throw coal into the man's furnace to get him started off on a good, honest, hard day's work. <laughs> now, since we don't have too much coffee, we'll get just a few spoonfuls here. So, let's have you hear what the best gall darn coffee sounds like. There's one scoop there. And one more scoop. I'm just going to stir it here in the little can. Okay, let's close the can up there. Okay. Now what you want to do is swing the old water distributor it makes the hot water go over the coffee there and makes the coffee the little mixture drop into the pot there close the top lid there we go then all you gotta do ladies and gentlemen is hit the on switch just like that and now we sit and wait 
and listen to the coffee. Brew the best gold darn coffee you'll ever have. <laughs> Just listen to that bowl of roast. 100% Arabica beans. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do when I drink this coffee? Get on my porch and I'm gonna look off. Check and see what uh, the old Rasburgers are doing. Rasburgers, they're a decent new uh, young couple moves into the neighborhood. They come over right the first day they move in present themselves, introduce themselves, and they come off as just a good, honest, hard-working family. I think they got a little one on the way, too, so <laughs> good for them, good for them. You can smell this coffee just filling up every single square inch of the house. Uh, most of the time, I prefer my coffee black, just black coffee. Don't, don't really need too much extra, no, no creamer. Every once in a while I have a you know, little, little splash. But when it comes to uh, being a little wild with a creamer, I like to get the old standard French vanilla. So let's get that out of the uh, old refrigerator here. Coffee is still brewing. I'd say it's time to turn this bad boy off. Alright, so first things first, once you got your coffee all brewed, what you want to do is pop open the French vanilla creamer that you have. Alright, so what you want to do, grab your mug. I'm using the world's best dad mug. I got this for Father's Day about 15 years ago. Now you want to pour your French vanilla creamer into the bottom of the mug before you get your coffee in there. So here we go. There we go with the creamer. And now it is time, ladies and gentlemen, to pour the coffee into the creamer. And as you pour it, it's going to mix with the creamer naturally, so you don't have to mix it with a spoon. Listen. Now that, my friends, is the sound of the best gull darn coffee that you'll ever, ever drink. <laughs> Let's try it out. Go outside, everybody. Just enjoy the night. Yeah, I'm having coffee at night. Not that big of a deal. We could go outside here. We could walk right out of here. Take a look at the stars. Enjoy the best.
cold darn coffee that you've ever had. I'll tell you what. Life really doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> Taking a look up at the stars. You sit there and you wonder what's ever happening over over yonder where all the stars are doing their little twinkling. You ever wonder if there's some crazy stuff happening there? <laughs> well, come to think of it, every single thing that I've heard about stars... What you're seeing is uh, them still glowing, but in reality, they're already dead. But the light is still shining as the light takes forever to reach planet Earth. Yeah, I, I was watching a National Geographic little program one time. That's what I, that's what I heard. Yep, contemplating life and this existence and... Sipping the best gall-darn coffee. Anyways, I'm Mike Williams. Small town's hard-working father. Saying, take care everybody. Make sure to put in an honest, hard day's work. <laughs>
This was episode 42 of Industrial Industries World Radio. I am your host, DJ Glowing Ice, and I will see you next time for another fun-filled, action-packed episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. Until then, have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week, and I will see you next week, guys. All right, peace out. next time on Industrial Industries World Radio. And then these videos start...